hopefully on the line, we've got Kevin Murphy. Kevin, are you there? I am. Hi, da- hi guys. Nice to talk to you. How you doing, Kevin? All right? Yeah, very well. Thank you. How are you? Good. Well, well we're just uh, curious as to why uh, you chose Tom Jones' Raising a Ruckus. You know what? We went to see him at uh, Tatton Park quite a few years ago now. And um, we're a family business, and I've never seen... I've seen my mum and dad jive a lot, but I've never seen them jive in walking boots. <laughs> and for some reason, it's just... Uh, it's always stuck in my mind, them dancing to it. Oh, that's got to be a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doing dad dancing in walking boots. That's a good backstory, though, that, Kevin. That's an excellent. <laughs> now then, uh, Kickstart, or Kickstarter, which is it? It's Kickstarters. Kickstarters, right. OK. Um yeah. I've explained to the listeners before briefly what it is, um, trying to get employment for 16 to 24-year-olds. Do you want to just give us a a quick more elaborating on that? Yes, certainly. So it's part of the um, coronavirus uh, recovery scheme, um, really. The government are trying to get 16 to 24-year-olds into work. They acknowledge that there's possibly a bit of a skills gap. Um, And it's, in essence, a funded work placement so uh, you've got to offer a minimum of 25 hours a week um, and it's got to be of decent employment to uh, people are, are in that particular age. They've got to be um, long-term unemployed, so they've got to be receiving universal credit to be eligible to be placed into these um, on, on these placements with, with uh, appropriate employers. Um, the 25 hours a week um, are completely funded by the government. They are funded, um, they're paid national minimum wage, so you can opt as an employer to pay a higher rate of pay if you wish or to pay or, or to offer more hours but the government will fully fund 25 hours worth of work at national minimum wage rate but they'll also offer or rather provide a uh, £1,500 setup grant for each and every Kickstarter that an employer takes on so if you take on one employee under the Kickstarter scheme you get £1,500 to pay for desks computers, chairs emails whatever right, it might be okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's um, a great scheme, really. Kevin. I, I understand yeah. that um, the, the a normal contract of employment doesn't tick all the boxes for uh, a kickstart employee. So, could you run us through some of the issues that, that you've discovered yes, that causing that empl- employers' problems? Yes, yeah, certainly. So, the Kickstarter scheme itself, um, that the placement has got to be for uh, a period of six months. So, in essence, the Kickstarter scheme is a fixed-term contract. Um, And when an employee takes on a Kickstarter, uh, sorry, an employer takes on a Kickstarter, they don't get the documents that go with it, with with the employee, with their new employee. Kickstarters are employees. There are certain documents they have to have. The first one is the contract of employment. The second is an employee handbook, which gives them all of the relevant policies which are required by statute. And then there's the third, which is the general data protection regulations consent form. So you can process the employee's data. But turning to the contract, um, there are specific things you need. So you do need to include a break clause, which means if you want to terminate that um, Kickstarter's employment prior to the six months, you can do so without incurring the full six months worth of wages. Right. In essence. A contract for six months is a promise for six months' pay. If you don't have that break clause, you have to comply with your promise to pay them for six months. Um, Kevin, just just on break clause, there is that yeah. a is that a two way break clause? Can the uh, kickstart 
the young Kickstarter, if you like, can they break the contract? Yeah. Okay. So yes, they could. It's so they could way. resign from their employment. Yeah. Right. Okay. Got you. Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. It was just something I no, thought. No, that's okay. fine. Yeah, that's fine. So uh, just on that, the the Kickstarter could resign from their employment, regardless of whether the break clause is in there. The break clause is there as a protection for the employer. So if they get um, uh, a Kickstarter who really can't do the job or isn't up to scratch, no matter how much training they provide, they do have that option to terminate that employment, as I say, without incurring six months' worth of pay, or at least the remainder of the contract. Um, The second sort of big thing to include is an automatic end date. So you know when the Kickstarter is starting, put an automatic end date for six months later. Without that, in order to terminate the contract, you need to give the employee a week's notice. If you forget to give the employee a week's notice, then there's an additional week's pay ah, on top right. of the six months. Got you, got you. Yep. This okay. is, of course, sort of um, assuming the fact that you don't want to keep the Kickstarter after the six-month placement. Um, the, 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 the last one, or the last two, rather, the last one's more contractual, and then there's one which is statutory. Um is to include a prorated annual leave rate. So uh, you don't want to say you get 28 days worth of annual leave. You want to say you get a prorated entitlement of 28 days. Without prorating the entitlement, that employee who's doing 25 hours a week for six months could be entitled to the same amount of annual leave as someone that's doing 48 hours a week for a full year. I've got you. It's really important to keep that prorata amount in there. Because the other thing that could come up, um, Kevin, is the fact that they they wouldn't want to be on any more advantageous terms than your, in inverted commas, normal employees, would they? Is there a danger of that? Yeah, there is. So that sort of comes on to the, um, the statutory and regulatory aspect, which I, I don't want to, to bore you uh, or your listeners with, <laughs> <laughs> with a law lecture, but there's two pieces of legislation. There's the Fixed Term Employees Prevention of Less Favourable Treatment Regulations, they're from 2002, and the Part-Time Workers Prevention of Less Favourable Treatment Regulations from 2000. They are both riveting reads. Um, <laughs> and if you suffer from insomnia, I would recommend either. What they basically say is anyone who's a part-time worker or anyone who's on a fixed-term contract cannot be on less favourable terms than a comparable person. So let's say, for example, you've got an admin assistant who works 25 hours a week um, and you take on a Kickstarter to work as an admin assistant on 25 hours a week. Your existing employee is on uh, an enhanced rate, so they're not on national minimum wage, they're on higher. In theory, the Kickstarter should be on the higher rate of pay as well. Otherwise, there's a risk that you've breached both pieces of of legislation there. Do you know what's becoming apparent, Kevin, is that whilst... um, it's a great idea, and you're being, um, how can I put it, you're helping out uh, youth employment on, on one yeah. hand, you're getting a little bit of a handout from the government. However, however, I, just on what you've said at the moment, I'd be going, I'm not sure I want to do this because of all the things that you've just mentioned. Yeah. Employment law solutions, they're going to they're gonna take that pain out of the way, or, or people who do a similar thing to the, what you do. Do, do you think then that that's, that's going to alter people's perceptions and they go, right, OK, I know I can get somebody to sort this out. I'll get on the scheme. I think so. Uh, I think, firstly, there's, um, and not through any fault of employers, I think particularly with Kickstarters, but it also applies to apprentices who have to have specific terms and conditions as well. There's perhaps a lack of knowledge 
that those specific terms and conditions are needed or a lack of knowledge that a Kickstarter is a regular employee. So for a lot of people on the scheme, they're taking on an, an employee for the first time and they might not realise that they've got an employee. Um, they might just think that they've got someone on a, you know, a bit of work experience. Yeah. But certainly by using services such as you know, Employment Law Solutions, um, we are obviously the best, but other <laughs> providers are available. <laughs> love it. Um, I love it, Kevin. We do, <laughs> we do take that pain and that stress and that uncertainty away from those circumstances. Employment Law Solutions, uh, specifically, we, we only work with employers, and our whole aim is to protect the employer and the employer's business from any of those sort of those threats that are external to the business. So, Kevin, are you finding that, that uh, employers are, are, are kind of bowling into this, taking on Kickstarters, and then discovering they've got issues afterwards? Or are they yes. coming to you before? No. Um, the, the trend at the minute is, I've got a Kickstarter and I didn't realise that I needed all of this. Please help. Um, the other thing that that employers don't realise, again, we wouldn't expect them to because it's law, but from day one of employment, a Kickstarter is entitled to a contract. So if you've had a Kickstarter for eight weeks already, then you've actually breached the, the law already by wow. not providing them with a contract if you haven't done. Obviously, we want them to be provided with the right contract It's going to well. have employers picking up their ears, I think. Yeah, definitely. Because am I right, in, an, in a normal contract of employment, you've got, uh, the employer's got so many days to issue the contracts of employment is that all right is it still that way it's not no it used to be under the uh, employment rights act they had up till eight weeks to issue written terms and conditions yeah that changed um as of april last year under the taylor review um and the good work plan and now contracts of employment have to be issued from day one of right. employment okay I bet that's a bit of a work wake up call for somebody who's listening <laughs> at the minute going oh so. no <laughs> well you know what i mean that the, the changes that were brought in last April, understandably, they just sort of got a little bit sidetracked with everything that was going on. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, those changes happened anyway, <laughs> and right. we need to make sure we're compliant with them. So, yeah, contracts have to be from day one of employment. Right. Um, question that I've just thought of. You mentioned before that they have to have, like, a bona fide job, uh, this Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. Does anybody check up that that job is what it says it is? Uh, that's a great question. Um, most of the Kickstarters that have been placed at the moment um, from from the clients that we're talking to have been placed by a gateway company. Okay. For example, um, South Cheshire Chamber of Commerce. They were a gate, our sort of local gateway company. So uh, as part of their uh, process, I'm sure they would have checked that they were legitimate jobs. But it's also being funded through the Department for Work and Pensions. So, uh, although I don't actually know the answer to that, and being completely honest, I would hope, um, given that it's a substantial amount of money that's being issued by the government, yeah. that the, um, the, 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 the legitimacy is being checked. As to people going on knocking on office doors to find out if uh, positions are legitimate. Oh, I've got you. got you. Marvellous. And, and just very quickly, the 1,500 quid that you, you get... Supposing yeah. the um, supposing the Kickstarter isn't adequate, and after I don't know, let's say eight weeks, uh, that you decide to exercise the break law, do you have to give the fifteen hundred quid back? No, you don't. That fifteen hundred quid is a setup grant. 
Um, if you wanted to use it on capital expenses and say um, laptops, desks, chairs, or if you wanted to use it on compliance expenses, for example, contracts of employment, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can do so. Um, but there's not even any proof to show what you've spent it on. Wow. So let's say, for example, you had an employee who left uh, their employment during the pandemic. You had everything ready. Uh, but instead you wanted to spend the 1500 quid on some teleconferencing facilities, you could certainly do that and just use the equipment that was the old employee. Ah, got you. Got you. So there's oh. no proof to say what, there's so, no requirement to prove what you spent on. Interesting it's, stuff, It's Kevin. very, very interesting, and you, you've unearthed a minefield mm. for employers, I'm certain of that. Uh, there will be employers out there that... Um, and not aware of all these issues, and they'll have taken on Kickstarters. So, um, if any of those wanted to contact you, Kevin, how would be the best way to go about that? Yes, yeah, certainly. So, you can either drop us uh, a telephone call, uh, 01270 781 006. That's 781 006. Uh, you can always pop in and see us. We are on the Alveston Business Park, just behind Sainsbury's. Uh, you can't really miss us, we've got a massive white sign. And uh, in the alternative, you can um, drop us an email. So you can get me on kevin at ELS, for Employment Law Solutions, elslegal.co.uk. Fantastic. Brilliant stuff. Dave's, uh, Dave's taken all that down, so we'll read that out before the end of the show for anybody that uh, didn't get the opportunity. It's been a hugely interesting uh, and enlightening interview, Kevin, and... Um, we, we hope that um, you've encouraged some of our local employers to contact you and, uh, and help them over the lumps and bumps of em- employing um, Kickstarters. Kevin, it, it, just as Des has explained there, if somebody's just yeah. gone, oh, right, actually, I'd like to know a bit more about that, would they get an initial consultation with you, maybe 10, 15 minutes on the phone for free? Yes, certainly. Um, we would always have an initial chat and, and uh, ordinarily it's more than 10, 15 minutes, to be honest. If you get me dad on the phone, you're lucky to get him off it. Um, <laughs> um, so we always have an initial consultation to find out what the issues are. Um, and then, you know, we can work forward on that to say, that actually, this is what you need. It might be that it's just a compliance issue, contracts and, ha- and handbooks, as I say, or it might be that, you know, they've got a Kickstarter and that's the first thing. But actually... There's other HR headaches that need to be resolved, and we've got a solution to fix all employment law needs. Brilliant uh, and stuff. we'd happily welcome any local employers who go, actually, I really need that, that HR headache solving. Marvellous stuff. Kevin, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Um, no I could worries, go on with you. a whole load more of questions, but <laughs> we can't well, get we out could, of here in a minute. But we've, we've run out of time, Kevin. <laughs> we've run out of time. Uh, and we'd, lo- uh, we'd love to have you back at some point in the future. Yeah, yeah that'd be great. No problem. Cheers, guys. Thanks yeah. very much. Yeah, thanks for your time, Kevin. Thanks very much. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. Thanks. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now.